You're listening to The Lively Pod. It's 12 days of Podmas. Let's dive in. Hello, you guys. Welcome back. It is day four of Podmas. I can't believe how fast it's going. Recording an episode a day has been so much fun, and today is no different. We are going to have a great talk all about how to, when it comes to having a great, healthy holiday season, I know holidays can be very stressful for people who are trying to focus on their health and prioritize healthy eating, healthy relationship with food, and all of that type of thing. And the holidays can just put a lot of extra stress and change on our normal routines that can often allow our health and routines to kind of diminish. So we are going to talk all about a healthy holiday today. This episode is going to be a more in-depth version of our That Girl Holiday Edition, specifically when it comes to talking about prioritizing our physical and mental health this season. So if you haven't listened to episode one of Podmas, make sure you go back and listen to that. It came out on Sunday and you have two other episodes that you can also catch up on all about ways to show up for yourself and others this holiday season. So without further ado, let's dive in. Tip number one for how to have a healthy holiday is all about moderation. Moderation, I think, is one of those things that you hear a lot. What is it? What does it mean? What even, how do you even accomplish it? That's what we're talking about today. And so moderation when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to exercise, is all about making sure that you don't cut out anything, that you don't restrict yourself to health, that you don't cut calories in an insane way that just leaves you feeling unsatisfied and almost like there's a void in your life because you're not getting to have the Christmas cookies, you're not getting to have your mom's lasagna or whatever comfort food you have over the holidays. If you restrict yourself, it often can take away the joy of the holiday because Food is so much more than nutrition. Yes, it is something that fuels us and is so important for our energy levels, our mental health, our brain health, our heart health, all of these things. Yes, there is a time and a place for that, but I think food is also a huge part of culture, of tradition, of comfort. And so looking at it from a standpoint that food can bring people together, food can be a source of joy for you. There's a lot of push to end emotional eating, which there is a time and a place for that, but it's also good to honor your body, honor your intuition, your cravings for things in the moment too, and know that it doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing, which I know is so easier said than done, but practicing moderation is the first step to battling the all or nothing mindset. So I wanted to give you guys a few ideas on how to practice moderation, and the first is portion control. So this is something I 
hugely believe in, especially when it comes to the holidays, is everything can fit. Those holiday cookies that you're making with your nieces and nephews, with your family, and the chocolate pies for desserts. I will absolutely be having everything that my family does. We have huge traditions when it comes to food. For instance, on Christmas Eve, we have my Aunt Flicka's lasagna, and then in the morning, we do sticky buns, and then at brunch, we have eggs benedict, and then dinner is beef tenderloin, and so there's a lot of structure and tradition around our food over the holidays where things never change, and I think one way to go about that in a healthy manner is to just watch your portions of everything, so instead of having 10 cookies and three spoonfuls of icing while you're decorating cookies, have one or two cookies and then lick the spoon when you're done. And so cutting back on the amount will help you stay in control towards your goals, your health goals, whether that be weight loss, whether that be toning your body, or whether that be fueling yourself for success. Because one thing that I've noticed is when I do indulge in cookies and gluten and dairy, I get sick really, really, really fast. My immune system just goes down the drain. And so for me, prioritizing portion control is also a manner of keeping myself healthy over the holidays so that I can, in fact, participate in all of the fun family traditions without being sick. So watching your portions and making sure that you eat in an intuitive manner, something that I think is super helpful is to start with your veggies first, fill up on all your protein second, and then your carbs last. So for me, there is actually science behind this for your blood sugar and glucose response. So if you want to learn more about that, I highly recommend Glucose Goddess on Instagram. She's written a few books too called The Glucose Revolution. And it is phenomenal about the impact that the order you eat your food in can have on blood sugar response. And so eating your veggies first often lowers the blood sugar spike that you may have from eating things like a bowl full of pasta or uh, candy and cookies and things of that nature. And so what this also does is it allows you to fill up, it allows you to get rid of that initial hunger and then finish on a note that is really satisfying and satisfies that uh, craving for maybe something sweet or something more processed. And so changing up the order in which you eat your foods can also help your portion control because you won't be as hungry trying to fill up on 10 cookies as you would if you had had a big meal of chicken and roasted Brussels sprouts and broccoli and then you had a cookie to finish. You'll feel full, you'll feel satisfied, and your nutrition and your body will thank you so much for doing it. Another way to go about portion control, but also just moderation in general, is to not skip meals, especially during the holiday season. Do not go to parties on an empty stomach. Please, please, please 
because while you may be thinking, oh, I'm saving all of my calories for the big party that night, you will go in in such a worse place because you're going to go in hungry. You're going to go in starving and then you're going to just pig out and go hog wild on all of the things the party has to offer. And so something that I like to do before any party is I drink a protein shake on the way. This helps knock my initial hunger as well as gets me in a lot of protein which often is not a huge party food and so making sure that you're prioritizing that macro specifically if you have goals for toning weight loss anything like that focusing on protein is going to be your best friend so having a protein shake right before you go to an event or a holiday event will be your best friend so don't skip meals that'll help your moderation so much and then i also recommend taking 10 before seconds so take 10 minutes between your first course and your second course sorry not first course and second course but between like your first um round of food i guess i don't know why i'm blanking on this name but your first round of food take 10 minutes after you've been eating and then go back for seconds. This is really easy to do over the holidays, I find, because meals are so drawn out. They're so long because you're sitting at the dinner table talking to everyone. You're catching up. And so if you can take just 10 minutes to have an in-depth conversation with someone or talk and tell them all these things while they're eating and then go back for seconds, that will give your hunger hormones time to regulate after you've had your first round of food so that you're probably not going to be as hungry going back for seconds. Also, with this, making sure that you are watching your alcohol calories and avoid alcohol on an empty stomach. This will also help with moderation specifically around alcohol if that's an area that you struggle with over the holidays because I know it's something that is often glamorized during the holidays and may require just a bit more of your attention to help slow down in terms of alcohol calories and so making sure that you do the one-to-one rule if you don't know what that is that's just where you drink one alcoholic beverage and then you have one glass of water you can even make it a a soda water with a lime in your cocktail glass if you want to kind of feel like you're still participating in the alcohol drinking or you don't want people to know that you're drinking water so making sure that you can make mocktails, you can make fun cocktails, and there's so many recipes. I actually have a holiday drink guide on my blog at lettucebelively.com, so definitely go check that out for some macro-friendly drinks this holiday season. Uh, Along the lines of drinking, make sure you're drinking tons of water. This is something that gets left behind. We're not in our normal routines. We don't necessarily have our water bottles around all the time over the holidays, So making sure you're drinking tons of water, at least 80 ounces a day if you can, 
because oftentimes our thirst and hunger cues are the same cues. So when we're feeling super hungry in between meals or something, you may just be thirsty because you've forgotten to drink. And so making sure that you take time, even if you're not thirsty in a sense, or like you just don't feel thirsty, go ahead, drink an eight ounce glass of water a few times a day, at least once an hour if you can. And that'll help so much. If you drink an eight ounce glass of water for 10 hours a day, you'll be at 80 ounces, no problem. So that's kind of a good rule of thumb. If you do struggle with drinking water, just make sure that every hour you're drinking eight ounces. It's just a tiny little glass. You can do it, I promise. And it will help so much with keeping you full, keeping you satisfied and keeping your skin glowing all season long. Cause that's honestly the best tip I can give. I get a lot of compliments on my skin and how glowy and dewy it looks. And yes, partly it's makeup. I highly live by the Charlotte Tilbury flawless filter. I love that thing. It just gives you the best gluey, doughy, glowy, dewy look. And so I highly recommend that. But I think most importantly, it comes down to eating the right things and hydration. It will give you a nice dewy glow and just improve the quality of your skin health so much. So drink lots of water, indulge with intention, and watch your portions to practice moderation over the holiday season. So, That's my tips and tricks for moderation when you're trying to live a healthy holiday. But another one is to opt for homemade when you can. It's even better if you can create a memory cooking with loved ones or for loved ones. But this is a great tip because then you can control what goes into your foods. You won't have a lot of the extra additives and gums and oils that often are so detrimental to our health, to our hormones, and you control what goes into it when it's homemade. So anytime you can opt for a homemade version and opt to cook with someone you love or make it an event. I talked about this in the table for one home cooking edition episode that I published a few weeks ago. And it's just really about making it an event, having a fun beverage while you cook, turning on some music, watching a show that you love, cooking with someone you love, because then it just is a form of self-care, but also aids in your health. And it just ends up being so much better for you. It's often a lot cheaper too when you cook for home at home. And so prioritizing cooking homemade this week, this holiday season You can do this really well by going on to Pinterest. Guys, if you don't know this already, I love Pinterest. I'm sure you do because I talk about it in almost every episode, I swear. But Pinterest is such a good place, especially over the holidays. If you look up healthy holiday hot chocolate, healthy holiday blah, 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 blah it'll come up with a million and one ideas for you. And so just finding a recipe, playing with it, you'll have some recipe fails, but those honestly turn into the best memories I remember one time when my parents built their new house, they had a pizza oven installed, which is also like our outdoor fireplace. And we tried cooking pizzas on it and completely burnt them to a crisp, like I'm talking full charcoal 
gross had to scrape them straight into the trash and we ended up having cereal and it was still such a fun memory I will never forget it and so even though you may fail over the holiday season it's okay it's gonna be funny it'll be a memory and at least you tried something new so speaking of something new I highly recommend spicing things up with a new vegetable to all your holiday events. This is one thing that people often underprioritize over the holidays is we often focus on the protein and the fun carbs, which they all have a place in our holiday meals. Do not get me wrong, but I think you can spice up your healthy holiday season by adding in a vegetable to every single meal, a new one. So If you don't know this, I love Brussels sprouts, so I always make a point to cook Brussels sprouts sometime over the holiday season, maybe a few times, because there's so many different ways you can do Brussels sprouts. You can do them with goat cheese and balsamic. You can do them roasted with a garlic butter and bacon. There's so many ways you can make any vegetable fun, and so this is a tip that I give to a lot of my clients, but pick up a vegan cookbook. You can even pick up a vegan holiday cookbook, and they will have so many fun ways to use vegetables, and then you add your protein on the side of it. And so I highly recommend finding some fun ways to try new vegetables, add a little bit of pop of color in, add some extra nutrients. You'll be so much better off nutritionally if you can do this and practice this over the holiday season. Another great tip for living your healthiest life is to slow down during meals and take a walk after dinner. Try to do this within the first hour of eating And so as you're eating, just mindfully take breaks. Again, practicing that 10 before seconds rule, as well as just slowing down, taking more time to chew consciously, talking with loved ones, and then also taking that walk after dinner. It helps your blood glucose response so much. This is another tip that I learned from the glucose goddess is taking a walk right after your meals. It'll help in your digestion. It'll help lower that blood sugar response. And there's just so many benefits to it, along with just adding in movement. A lot of times the holidays can be sedentary, but if you can get up and walk, it will be so much better. You can do this by yourself. You can take this as your energy time. You're kind of creating those healthy boundaries that we've talked about in previous episodes, taking an hour to yourself to just go walk for 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever feels comfortable for you. Or you can get the whole family involved, all your loved ones, and take everyone out for a walk. I feel like this is a boundary that I see happening to a lot of people where they're like, oh guys, let's go take a walk after dinner. And everyone kind of is like, no, no, I'm too full. I'm too full. Let's go later. Totally fine. Respect their decision, respect their choice, but you can totally go for a walk. Take your time, take your own little space and go for a walk just for you. So that's a great one. Oh, also, if walking is not your thing, dance it out. Turn on some music, make it a whole family event. I have three nieces and nephews, and they're just the cutest thing in the world, so I know we're going to have lots of dance parties 
over the holidays and so I'm going to try to pair these right after our big meals so that we can just aid in our digestion, have fun, laugh a lot, and just it'll be it'll be great. Kind of going along with walking and dancing, my next tip is to not forgo exercise for the sake of your sanity and mental health. This is such a big one is it's outside of our normal routines. People are traveling. It's easy to say sedentary, but making sure you take the time to get movement in and inviting other people in on your movement is a fun way to get everyone involved. Me and my mom are planning on going to a local fitness studio in Lexington. If you're Lexington based, Cycle U is the best studio in Lexington, I swear, they have strength classes, they have yoga classes, Pilates, cycling, bar, they have a sauna. It's phenomenal and all of the motivators are just excellent. I cannot recommend it enough. And so mom and I are planning to go five days a week and just varying the classes that we're going to for our mental health, getting us fit and active, as well as working towards those physical goals that we have, especially for 2023. I'm getting married, so me and mom are all gung-ho about looking and feeling our best for the wedding, and so I know that's going to be a big theme for me in 2023. I'll definitely take you guys along with me on that journey, especially at the start of January. I have something exciting coming up that I can't wait to release the podcast episode all about that on the first because the first of the year is a Sunday, which literally could not be more serendipitous for this show. So it will be released on that Sunday. So definitely stay tuned for that, but do not forgo exercise just for your own mental health. Make it a routine, but also don't be afraid to go outside of your routine with it. If your normal strength training or trainer is no longer in your area, switch it up when you get home. Try doing some at-home yoga classes or bodyweight workouts. Amanda, who's my boss, she's a dietitian. she highly recommends bringing along bands, like resistant bands with you because they pack up into nothing in your suitcase and they add so much great resistance when you're trying to do different exercises like squats and arm exercises and things like that. So you can get a really good workout in with minimal equipment. The sixth thing that I think is key to having a healthy holiday is working to maintain a good sleep schedule. Again, we talked about this in a previous episode, but I think it was the one all about showing up for yourself. So day two of Podmas. But focusing on figuring out what your ideal sleep routine is, how many hours that fits you best, as well as just what does your sleep routine look like if you're traveling and how can you prioritize getting in those hours that you know you need without feeling drained. Because if we end up getting less sleep or just end up in a bad cycle for your rest, you're going to feel grouchy, you're going to feel irritable, you're not going to feel like working out, you're going to have a lot more cravings and things like that. So really optimizing your sleep over the holidays is such an important thing to focus on. 
kind of going into how you want to feel, make sure that you're being mindful of how you want to feel over the holidays and romanticize the moments, focusing on all the fun and all the things the holidays brings besides food. I know for a lot of people who are wrapped up in the health and wellness space, it can be easy to be all consumed by food. But knowing that the holidays is so much more than that and having a healthy holiday by engaging in things other than nutrition and exercise, making sure that you're prioritizing your relationships, prioritizing your emotional health and things of that nature by almost romanticizing the moments. We'll have an episode later devoted to all things romanticizing that you can do during the holiday season. So I'll leave a lot of my tips for that episode for later, but that is going to be a really fun episode. So stay tuned for, I think that's going to be day nine of Podmas, not to give you like a spoiler or teaser or anything, but yeah. (laughs) So my last and final tip for how to have a healthy holiday season is to take time for yourself, recharge, blame it on school or work or something, but make sure that you have time by yourself to reflect and reset for all the group activities so that you're not getting burnt out, you're not ending up on a short fuse, and can really take time to focus on all of the things that we've talked about today because it does take some pre-planning and intention to have moderation in your eating to spice things up with home cooking and taking walks, it can be a lot to focus on. And so knowing that even if you just take one or two pieces of advice from this podcast today, you'll go into the holidays so much better. And hopefully it will help in just a little aspect to improve your holiday season. So That is my how-to guide to have a wonderful holiday season in terms of all things health and nutrition. I hope some of these tips become helpful for you. If you have more tips that you want me to share or something that you're trying to implement, please share them with me. DM me on Instagram. I'd love to hear them. I'd love to get a conversation started. Or if you have any thoughts and opinions on things I said, I seriously love to hear from you guys. And a few of you DM'd me about other episodes and I love talking to you guys about it and the things that surround this podcast, all things health and wellness and living your liveliest life. So with that being said, we're going to wrap up today's episode of Podmas here. I hope you all have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and I will catch you back tomorrow for yet another episode. Happy Podmas!